Welcome to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. You may be asking, what does Indie mean? It's not just music or the way you dress. It's all about you and a unique way of life. Now, here is your host. Hey, and welcome to Indie. I am Rinsley, your host, and today I am here with, well, I call him Mr. Roman, but I guess you guys could probably just call him Roman. What do you think, Mr. Roman? Yeah. Mr. Roman works. Roman works. <laughs> I've, I've been called a lot of different things. Romeo, romance, <laughs> just whatever. Just call him romance. For today, okay. you can call me Roman. That works <laughs> fine. All right. Sounds good. So, um, Mr. Roman, because I'm never going to be able to call him anything else, has been my guitar teacher for about a year now, I'd say. Right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, it's been about a year, me and him playing guitar and such. <laughs> so, um, Mr. Roman's pretty cool. He does some pretty cool stuff, so we're going to talk about all the cool stuff that he does. So, Mr. Roman, how old are you? I am 23. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> yep, great age. So, what type of music do you play? Right now, what I play mostly is I've been playing a lot of... I'm a multi-instrumentalist, so right now I play a lot of mainly guitar. And I've been playing just tons of blues lately. That's all I can think about, so... Uh, some of my, my idols are obviously the modern blues guitarist, John Mayer, <laughs> as well as just some of the older older classics, Eric Clapton. But uh, right now I play a lot of blues, but you asked me like what, what music I play. I play everything from, I started with classic rock, moved into some of the more punk scene when Blink-182 and Green Day uh, <laughs> came out, and um, moved almost into like a, a metal scene for a while in my late teenage years, but... Uh, I mean, I play just about anything that, that sounds good and, and makes people happy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and Mr. Rome was actually, I was raised on the John Mayer stuff, but then I'd kind of forgotten about it, and then he got me, like, back into it and stuff, and that's always fun. I love that stuff. He's really good. Yeah, guitar. he's really awesome. So, what music do you listen to? <laughs> it depends on where I'm at. If I'm in my car, it's so funny. Um... Because I listen to a lot of, like, EDM or even trap music. Okay, so can you explain what that is? It's like, <laughs> boo, ksh, boo, boo, Okay, ksh. so it's, it's like that. I have a subwoofer and, like, a sound system in okay, my car. Yeah. So it just, when I'm driving, I don't want to sometimes think about anything. Just get the beat going, let yeah. my, my subwoofer bump a little bit. <laughs> but uh, that's when I'm in my car. If I'm at home, I listen to something either more relaxing, if it's nighttime. That's why I love acoustic music. Um listen to a lot of Sam Smith lately. Um, but it really depends. If I'm at the gym, I listen to a lot more upbeat, I mean, a little bit of metal and, <laughs> and things like that. So, I mean, I listen to everything, which is funny because when I was younger, I was very snobby about I would only listen to classic rock. It had to be like Led Zeppelin, Rush, <laughs> ACDC, and like, funny. that's it. But I'm pretty open to, to everything. You can find the good in, in most music. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So what instruments do you play? Because... Before you mentioned that you were a multi-instrumentalist, or is that what you said? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I mean, if that's, I think that's the word they use on Wikipedia. <laughs> so uh, I started with uh, piano when I was five years old. Uh, my older sister, she got a piano, and well, this kind of story of my life is when she wasn't around, I would kind of sneak into her room and start playing piano, and I would watch her play, and I try to copy what she did. And when I, I was seven, I started. We, had, we got the kind of piano that you could record with. So I started recording. It had all those different instruments on it, you know, one of those grand pianos with all the yeah. instruments. So I started composing music when I was about seven years old. And at the time, you know, when you're seven, you feel like you're, the, you're, just, you're as old as you've ever been. So you feel old. But yeah. looking back, it's pretty incredible. <laughs> My family would actually gather around and, and they'd watch me as a little seven year old 
throwing down different tracks and, and playing different things. And obviously, I didn't really know any theory yet. It was just based off what sounded good. Yeah. So that was when I was seven. Uh, eight, I picked up drums. My uh, uncle, he plays uh, in a band. He's uh, the professor of guitar at BYU up in Utah. And I was at his house. And as the story goes, my, my dad and my brother and, and my uncle were all upstairs. And they hear the drums playing. And they're thinking, okay, you know, who in this house plays drums besides, you know, the people in this room right now. And they go downstairs and they see a little eight-year-old that's playing an actual beat on the drums. Again, I'd watched someone playing and I just wow. copied them. That's crazy. And so they're like, okay, this kid can play drums and I'd never played before. So uh, my dad decided to purchase me a drum set, which is probably a huge mistake because uh, I just ended up playing uh, for hours and hours and hours and uh, late that into the night. sounds a lot better than someone that doesn't know how to play. <laughs> yeah. Like my little brother, when he was two years old, we got him his first drum set, and that was the most annoying thing ever. Yeah, I'm sure it sounded pretty annoying for a while. And well, I listened. But you knew how to, like, you were good at it, like, not someone that was just aimlessly banging on this. No, exactly. With drums, <laughs> you really, you either can do it or you, or can. you can't yeah. because of the coordination it takes. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, you can't see if you're listening to this, but when you uh, rub your belly and, and pat your head, right? <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening to me doing this, you're probably trying to do it to see if you can do it. If you can do that, you can probably play drums because it involves both arms and, and uh, both your feet, especially if you're doing double bass pedals or mm -hmm. working the hi-hat. So anyway, I started playing that, and uh, something that changed my life was, I was telling this story earlier, I was listening to an old CD with um, all my dad's favorite songs. It's kind of a party mix. It's like a mixtape, and it had all these 80s songs that you, Rinsley, probably haven't even heard like the um <laughs> celebrate oh, you know stuff I like actually that. did a show to that with totality though. okay so yeah. picture that kind of music and um See, that's the good 80s stuff but then when you get to the stuff that's like i don't know there's just some love 80s shack, stuff love shack but baby. that's well, actually yeah that's pretty bad yeah i don't like that song <laughs> no offense to any 80s fans no yeah but i listened to all these songs on the trend there's like 11 tracks 12 tracks and i was like not digging any of it and I grew up watching Disney movies, and they're all about the music, right? And I just, I never really liked it. I didn't think I liked music. And the last song on the CD was a song called Tom Sawyer by a band called Rush. They're a Canadian power trio. And actually, we were um, in the studio. I don't know if we were... No, here's what happened. So me and Mike had just finished recording, and you were in there already, but... You started playing it, and then Mr. Mike started playing it. Or was he, did he start? One of you guys started up. Well, I think it was Mr. Mike on the piano. Or was it you? I don't know. But, okay, so it was Mr. Roman who started on the piano. And then eventually they just started, like, jamming out to this song, and they're all, like, screaming it, and then Mr. Roman starts playing it on his phone. And it was it's very cool. jammable it was music. So I, I listened <laughs> to this song, and the instant it started playing, I mean, I didn't realize at the time, but it changed my life because I, it just felt at home, and instantly... And I'd played, at that time I was really young, and I'd been playing instruments a little bit, but I started mapping out the drums in my head, and Neil Peart, the drummer's uh, world famous for being one of the first drummers to really um, do some of the things he did back then. It was pretty much a straight, four-to-the-floor beats, like, poof, 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 you know, poof, mm -hmm. ACDC type, poof, 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 yeah, that's all he does. Neil Peart, I mean, he was doing off beats and fills and, you know, just going crazy, and I, I loved it. And that changed my life because he became, and this is the important thing, and I want to you know, tell people as important mm -hmm. is to have a, you know, a role model and uh, someone that, that does what you want or has what you want and really to, to study that person. And it can be in music. It can be 
you know, whether you're a gymnast. I mean, there's a million different things. We're talking mm-hmm. about music right now, but there's so many things out there that you can be interested in. So it's important to find that one person who who does what you want to do or has what you want mm-hmm. and to study them and, and get passionate about it because I wanted to be like Neil Peart. And so what did that cause me to do? I practiced for hours and Didn't hours. Did you say that you built like a like – a hall, like what do you call it? Like a drum set. Like a that drum set in all, a full like a circle. Yeah. Drum set. Yeah. Neil Peart's yeah. famous. He has a drum set. It's a full circle. And I wanted to do that. It took me many years of you know every couple of months buying uh, different pieces of my my set, and eventually I accomplished that. But I wanted to be like Neil Peart, so I played all the time. I studied him. I watched him on YouTube, so cool. and it changed my life because after I did on drums, then I wanted to. I picked up guitar when I was about eleven. And again, I secretly is my brother's guitar, but when he wasn't around, <laughs> I would sneak it and That's play so it. That's so awesome. And I wanted to learn every Rush song on guitar and drums, and I, I sneaked the bass as well. When I first started playing, it was my brother's as well, and I wow. secretly was playing the bass. And no one, I don't think, I don't think anyone knew I really played music until I was like a lot older, <laughs> because I would really just kind of secretly do it for myself. And I had these role models, and Neil Peart. I mean, he's just the kind of guy he is, he's a really awesome guy. So really, I recommend to anyone, no matter what you do, you know, find out that kind of guy who you want to, to be like and, and really study them and, and get passionate about what you do and just practice, practice, practice. That is so cool. Yeah, I think that when I was skating, I really, really, really wanted to be like, um, well, my favorite... Will Ferrell from Blaze of Glory? Yes, I wanted to be just like him. <laughs> no, But actually, I do remember when I was like eight or nine like going in an airplane and watching that movie because there was nothing else on and I was just like this is so weird but (laughs) yeah it was really funny but when I was about yeah I don't know how old I was when I first actually started like paying attention to different like skaters and stuff but my favorite one was Ashley Wagner like I think the latest my skating was Ashley Wagner, but before it was Katarina Gorieva, and she was a Russian skater. And she and her husband were, ska- were like double pair of skaters together, and they had won Olympic medals and stuff. And wow. I, like, read a book about them and watched movies. I was like, totally into it. But, anyways, that is all the time we have for this segment. So, thank you so much for listening to Indie Radio Show. We'll be right back. the term break a leg what do you think of maybe it's the movies musicals stage shows and theater break a leg will explore all forms of creativity whether it's from theater movies tv or even books 
On our show, we'll discuss all aspects of show business, including how to get your start and what's trending now. Guests include actors, singers, and dancers working in the industry to give you a unique and personal perspective. Tune in weekly to Break a Leg, your all-things entertainment show, Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. What we're talking about sets us apart from everyone else. Let's get back to the show. Hey, and welcome back to Indie the Radio Show. I am Rinsley, and today I'm here with Mr. Roman, my awesome guitar teacher. Hello. <laughs> who is more than just a guitar teacher, I have to say. But um, we were actually just talking about um, how he's shy, which is funny because he doesn't seem like a shy person at all. So why don't we just have him talk about that, huh? <laughs> Let's talk about how I'm shy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too shy to talk about that. No, I honestly... I come from, my last name is so Roman, my last name is Salduti. I mean, I come from a very Italian family. Uh, my mom, however, is uh, very Scandinavian, very reserved, and, and uh, I definitely got her genes, so I'm very reserved, a lot more shy. And then having an older brother, I always followed in his footsteps, and if he did this or liked this, I would do it too because he did. And really what was a sad experience turned out to be really beneficial is he moved out when I was about 13, and that's when I had to, and he's my only brother, so I had to be the man of the house and, and really, I guess, grow up a lot. And that really helped me come out of my shell and kind of force myself to to be more outgoing. And to this day, I mean, I'm still shy. I prefer to not talk. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I enjoy just getting to know. All right, I enjoy interacting with other people. Yeah. So how do we do that? Three words. So yeah. I've had to. I've had to <laughs> so you, you've had to learn to speak. But if it were up to you, we would just use a bunch of Yeah, we would just play music sounds. together. <laughs> play music. Yeah, that's true. Probably just, yeah. And it's funny. Yeah, I, for someone who was very bad at communicating and very shy, it's interesting how I'm now trilingual. <laughs> doesn't really make sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, huh? What's, what's your other one? Is it Pig Latin or what? Yeah, so I speak Pig Latin and uh, Normal <laughs> Latin, you know, all the most common languages. Oh, really? Yeah. Where'd you learn that? That's a joke. So I speak, obviously, oh. a little bit of English, Spanish, and Swedish. Okay, well, yeah, Swedish. but where'd you learn Spanish? I lived in Mexico for a while, and then I lived oh, in yeah, what I, I call that. New New Mexico, which is Arizona. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> I, all my friends were Hispanic. Yeah, and everyone here is. Speak Spanish, so I loved yeah. speaking. I love talking to people in their language and on their That's terms. Cool. And so if yeah. someone uh, speaks Spanish, I want to speak Spanish with them. If someone uh, is passionate about I have a lot of friends who are passionate about going to the gym. I try to speak in gym terms with them. I mean, I, for whatever gym reason, terms. enjoy speaking to people, whether it's their language or whether it's their jargon. 
Jorgen. That's the <laughs> new word of the day. That's the okay. specialized uh, words that a doctor uses their own jargon, a lawyer uses their oh, okay, own. Okay, I got, I got you, I got you. Okay, so oh, what was I going to say? Tell us a little bit about, like, because I know you're getting married in three weeks. Yes, so ma'am. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, you and your fiancé both speak Swedish, right? Yes, So will you speak a little bit of Swedish for us? Ja, visst, vad ska jag säga? Um, jag ska säga någonting som är lite konstigt För svenska kan vara väldigt <laughs> konstigt uh, Det finns någonting som är så här Jag ska bara säga det 777 sjuka sjömän på skeppet Shanghai That's, <laughs> That's really cool That's a little Swedish for you <laughs> Yeah, it's I don't know, it just sounds like a bunch of like Like you're just blowing mm-hmm. It's kind of funny Yeah, that's a kind of a tongue twister That specifically uses that Swedish sound all together Oh wow It's usually not like All the time <laughs> But here, I'm going to teach everyone a little bit of Swedish right now. So if you're listening, <laughs> like you did in you're going to learn a little <laughs> Swedish. Okay, if you are saying, if I'm talking to Rinsley, uh-huh. she's just said, uh-huh, right? Yeah. In Swedish, you'd go, <gasps> Really? Uh-huh. And, if like, <gasps> That's sweet. and it doesn't mean they're surprised. That means that they don't want to interrupt you by saying, yes, I'm listening. So they're saying, I'm listening, yes, and by going, huh. <gasps> And That's funny because I think like in America that'd be weird to be like someone's talking to you and you're just like, <gasps> and yeah. then they'd be like, what? What's wrong? And you'd be like, oh, nothing. It's pretty it's interesting. Okay, here's the best part. If you're from the north, then you say it like this. <laughs> that is a fact. Like I told them when I was up there, uh, I lived in Sweden for two years for my mission and with my church and I lived up in the very, very far north and they're like, <laughs> To say yes, I'm like, what the? And they're like, what, you don't do that in America? Like, they thought I was weird that I didn't go when I'm listening to someone speak. So they're like, why why aren't you? Why aren't you? Yeah, so Jessica's from the South, so she just goes. Okay, that's cool. That's so funny. It's very interesting. So everyone knows a little bit of Swedish, so when they're talking to their friends and they're like, "Uh uh-huh, just go. And they're like, wait, what are you surprised about? And like, no, I'm just agreeing with what you're saying. It's Swedish. I heard it on a radio show one time. Yeah, so, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so, since you were on a mission in Sweden for two years, how was that? Like, did you have any, like, really funny or embarrassing... Actually, that's what I wanted to ask you, is what's your most embarrassing moment, if you don't mind Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, that's kind of what I do. I'll have to think of something. (laughs) Maybe I'll come back to it, because I don't do anything embarrassing ever. Oh, I don't... No, I I mean, you're, like, a pretty chill guy, and, like, I could see that you probably don't do embarrassing things No, I would often, love to tell a really awesome... But everybody embar- has an embarrassing story, so... No, you're right. <laughs> um, okay, I'll tell you one embarrassing story from my mission. Okay. So, and I don't want to be too graphic or anything, but <laughs> I... Okay, when, in Sweden, they don't really have public bathrooms. Oh. And, yeah, so that's the story it's going to be. And uh, the ones they do have, you have to pay for and what? you don't usually have, That's like, crazy. change, you know, the yeah. like, Swedish crowns. So, I mean, I just remember that I was you know, outside talking to people, and it was really cold outside. And Sweden in the winter is pretty intense. It's, like, totally dark mm-hmm. after, like, 3, 4 p.m. Oh, wow. And I just remember walking around. I, I had to use the bathroom really bad. Like, I had to go pee, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can I Everybody say that? Everybody has to do <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. I had to go number one. I don't know. Uh, you know how graphic I can be. Anyway, and I we were trying to find a bathroom, and you know, I'm just like dying. And <laughs> I thought I was like, wait, why did I drink that gallon of water? And anyway, long story short, I may have not made it in time, and it's kind of embarrassing because I mean, <laughs> everyone like I had to 
after that incident, I had to, like, get on a bus and then a train to get back to my house. Oh, my gosh. And, like, I was just really embarrassed. I didn't want anyone to see yeah, me. Yeah, that's a so. bad one. <laughs> it, was, it was really embarrassing. Like, what kind of, like, 20-year-old, like, just pees yeah. their pants. Especially one that's in a suit. Yeah, I was wearing a suit as well, so. That's really funny. That was really embarrassing, so I made sure it's not. My mom was just dying over there. Yeah. It, she came. My companion told everyone about that. <laughs> that was, like, the talk funny. of the whole entire that's mission. That's hilarious, yeah. So probably after that, you learned your lesson. You're like, all right, to keep, like, money with you for this. Yeah, like, so I'm, I made sure to plot time. out my days to make sure it involved passing by a bathroom. Where, oh, that is funny. Yeah, so just don't tell anyone that story. is kind of well, between you and me, right? Now it's on the internet, so... Just edit that part out. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if we'll do that, but... <laughs> you know, unless you really, really Dang, want you us to. you tricked me. <laughs> you tricked me. I tricked you. You had no idea that you hurt, were in... Okay, just don't tell any of the other students. And, okay, I'll, I'll try not to do that. Okay, they'll, they'll lose all respect for I you. I know. Jeez. <laughs> that is so funny. But, yeah, so... <clears throat> what was I going to say? So who's your role model? Is it still that drummer guy, or... He's definitely up there. I mean, now that I'm better than him... No, I'm just messing. He, <laughs> he's definitely still a role model. Um, probably not so much as he was, you know, when I was younger. Um, but he's still up there. I mean, I have several. It depends on what area of my life. Um, I mean, when it comes to music right now, I mean, John Mayer. It's usually people, if they have what I want, like I was saying. And John Mayer, I just love his style of blues, and I love that he's you know still around today. He's a modern, like I said, modern blues player. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's a definitely when it comes to guitar, a role model. He know he's so knowledgeable about guitar, uh, and just the theory behind it. So he's one of my you know in music one of my role models. Uh, in in life, I mean, since I also I'm really passionate about uh, uh, business. And I'm involved with helping a lot of young people get involved with being uh, entrepreneurs or getting into business. Uh, different business people are my role models. Like, uh, actually, Steve my jobs. yes, Steve Jobs. <laughs> um, my father is a huge role model to me. He's one of those guys that um, you know. Obviously, we don't always see eye to eye, but I have just so much respect for what he's done with his life and and what he's accomplished. And sometimes I feel like I'll never be like him, <laughs> which is you shouldn't think like that. Yeah, um, no. So he's a huge role model to me and I can always go to him for advice and um, so he's big and then obviously spiritually uh, Jesus is honestly is, <laughs> no Jesus, yeah. it, it sounds kind of silly to say maybe but um, as a missionary <laughs> like every day every week you, you kind of read about him and study about him and mm-hmm. you're really encouraged to, to self-evaluate yeah. and see how you can become better and so the more I've compared myself to him, the more I'm like, wow. I'm like, an idiot. <laughs> he, he, like, how did he do it like that? But, again, he's a role model because I, I try to be like him. Again, that sounds almost cliche, but no, yeah. but that's really helped me. So those are some of my role models. That's cool, yeah. I have to say, Jesus is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So. If only I could be like Jesus, then everything would be fine. So... What's some advice that you have for, like, songwriters and guitar players and all that good stuff? That's a good question. Um, let's get back. To, let's get to that. I'll have to think about that <laughs> so, for a yeah, second. Yeah, think about it. And we will be right back because we are taking a break. So you've been listening to Indie the Radio Show, and we will be right back. Thanks so much.
earn your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. At 14, you've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, real kids, real talk radio. You are listening to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. What we're talking about sets us apart from everyone else. Let's get back to the show. Hey, and welcome back to Indie the Radio Show. This is Rinsley and I'm here with my guitar teacher, Mr. Roman. I'm your friend. My friend, my guitar teacher, my uh, buddy. Speaking of role models. Right <laughs> yeah, my, my role model. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we were actually just talking. It seems like we have some really interesting conversations off air as well. So yeah, Let's keep it like that. Yeah. <laughs> No, so um, he was saying, because... <laughs> you asked me some tips for songwriting. Oh, yeah, that, that that that's what we were talking about. But there's another thing that happened after, so we're going to talk about oh, that. Okay. And then we're going to talk about the, the toothpaste thing, because I want to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just a silly story. But, uh, I mean, with the songwriting and the guitar playing, mm-hmm. or whatever instrument playing, the question was some advice, tips. Yeah. Well, okay, if you're planning on writing music and there's two ways to go about it, 
you can come up with the music first and the melody and different things like that, or you can come up with the lyrics first. So there's not really one way that's better than the other. It's really just how it happens. So if you have some, some things on your mind, you know, and you get it out on paper, mm-hmm. um, and I think the key to that is just being real. And, um, yeah, you can't really force it. Yeah, I think the, the best music really is just where you're conveying your thoughts to the listener in such a real way. There's not, like, a lot of cliches or, mm-hmm. um, you know, just sometimes we follow a pattern of writing music. You know, certain things always happen to rhyme. But, mm-hmm. like, we talk a lot about John Mayer. One of the things that made him very successful is he would, he says he writes, like, a four-minute song about a 20-second feeling. He just has a feeling, writes about it, and, uh, you know, he just sings it. Mm-hmm. So um, when it comes to to that side, yeah, just be real when you're writing the lyrics. And I always feel a little bit cheesy, but... You know, you, you can't tell when you're actually singing it because you're not reading it like a poem. You know? You're singing yeah, it. No, and you can't. I'm sure if you go and look up like some of today's most popular songs, you know, and you, you just read, read it, out, yeah. you read the lyrics out loud, they probably sound super cheesy and cliche, but but you obviously hear it's it and, working. Yeah, so. I want to swing from a chandelier. I mean, that's one of the most that's, epic songs right now. And, yeah. And if you just read it, you're like, okay. But <laughs> when it comes to the music side, obviously the the teacher in me recommends just getting very familiar with the theory which Mm -hmm. is ironic for me to say because i mean i didn't really learn like guitar skills until i'd been playing guitar for like five six years and that's really helped me with writing music is is just learning the theory learning um you know what notes sound good together or when you're writing a melody if you know the different scales and that applies to guitar and every other instrument so learning the theory, learning some scales, learning the way progressions work, and mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize that, you know, you really, in every progression, you pretty much need a minor. So when you learn the theory, you know which minor chords go with the major chords. Because I remember if, uh, I was writing some music, and I was like, this just sounds bland, because it's all major chords. Yeah, it's true. It, it doesn't work like that. You need a little bit of minor. That's, that's how life works. You need a little minor to appreciate the yeah, major, right? No, totally. I think, yeah, that's a really good point. So and that's also yeah. another thing. Um, the type of music that you want to write, I think, is another thing. Like mm-hmm. you know, you have to listen to your craft. You know what you want to make work. Like you should be listening to other examples of what you want to sound like. Exactly. To quote somebody, you, you develop your style when you fail to sound yeah. like the person yeah. you're trying to, to sound. Quote John Mayer. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I wasn't going to sound like I was too just all no, about John Mayer. All but good. no, John Mayer is awesome. But. He fails sounding like who he's trying. I mean, if you tried to copy your idol exactly, you're. I'm sorry, unless you're like one of those great cover bands, yeah. you're not gonna exactly do it, and that's mm-hmm. when it becomes your own style. Mm-hmm. So figure out what kind of music you like, play a lot of that, play around with it, learn a lot of different songs, and then just kind of take that and, and really make it your own. Yeah, and then and that, eventually you'll have your own style. Exactly, and I think that actually reminds me of that day because actually my manager was putting together a boys band. And Mr. Roman came in and auditioned for it. And we were going to have a minute, but certain things didn't fall into place and stuff. But what happened was, is we all got together, and I was there, and they had me sing. But we did Rolling in the Deep by Adele. And it was funny because it was so different from the original version, even though we were probably all trying to sound like, you know. So it just kind of backs that up, that theory of how whatever you're trying to sound like, you're always going to... Yeah, I think that's another key is... When, I mean, if you're a solo artist, that's one thing. I mean, it's all up to you. But especially mm-hmm. if you play in a band, some of the greatest bands, uh, like, for example, my brother's band, they all have their favorite bands are all completely different. Their role models are all so different. 
So when they come together, they bring so many different sounds to the table. So that's another key to songwriting is if you're with a great group of people, you know, you don't want to necessarily play with musicians that sound exactly like you do. Mm-hmm. It, it sometimes is a good thing to have the diversity of, of fellow musicians that, that have completely different backgrounds. And when it comes together and you can compromise and make it work, that's really some of the greatest bands I've heard Definitely. is a result of that. Definitely. So back to that toothpaste story. Do you want to? Oh, I mean, it's a t- two-second story. <laughs> uh, just curious. I was a kid, maybe like 17. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just messing. I mean, I was pretty young. <laughs> and I mean, I was trying to make some kind of blend. I think I was watching something on the cooking channel, and they're putting things together. <laughs> so I mean, I, I can't remember the other ingredients. I'm sure it's peanut butter, because I love peanut butter. And whatever <laughs> I do, it's got to have some, at least a scoop of peanut butter That's in funny. it. So it was like peanut butter and maybe milk and... Uh, I really can't remember what else, but I was like, I want to have a minty flavor. That would make this <laughs> awesome. And I was like, mint, hmm. I don't really have any mints, but I do have some minty fresh toothpaste. <laughs> so I literally thought it was a great idea to squeeze like oh half a tube of toothpaste oh into this. I, I'm pretty sure I was blending it in the blender. I, I'm very sure that's what it was because I squeezed it in, blended it up, and was expecting like the most delicious uh <gasps> you know, shake yeah. ever, and it was disgusting, but at least I had whiter teeth. <laughs> that's so funny. So well, I should have blended some Pepto-Bismol into there as well. <laughs> that will be disgusting. So um, segment three, that's what this is. We always um, spotlight an artist. So I was actually going to spotlight an artist today. So I don't know if you've heard about Jamie Grace. Probably not. She's a Tell Christian me artist. about Jamie Grace. Okay, well... Jamie Grace was born November 25th, 1999, in Atlanta, Georgia. She's 23 years old. But 1991? Okay, you scared me because <laughs> I was born in 91, and I'm 23. Yeah. She's born in 99, and she's 23. There is seriously why. something wrong with me. I guess I just my paper, but yes, 1990. Okay, no, you scared me. One, not nine. I thought I was like, You're like nine, wait, yeah, like eight years older than I really am. <laughs> Yeah. No. So yeah, she's your age, and um, she sings positive music, a little bit of Christian, definitely, but she mostly her focus is on just positive, good stuff. So, um, and actually, something interesting about her, she's not like super big pop mainstream, you know, but she does do pop stuff, but she's not like, you know, popular right now. Well, I guess you could say she is in the Christian industry side of music business, and um, she's really good. And um, actually, she had was diagnosed with Tourette's, I think, when she was a kid. But um, she was able to overcome it, and she's an amazing musician. Just really, really great person, genuinely. Um, I definitely would urge you guys to look her up. She's really great. So that's that. That's awesome. We'll have to listen to her. Yeah, she's really good. I was actually listening to a song of hers before I picked you up on the way here. But yeah, it was a really, really good song. I liked it a lot. Actually, I think I'm... Probably going to do a cover to that. But beside that... Perfect. Let's work on that. (laughs) Okay, we will. So um, I wanted to talk about my schedule and everything I have going on so that you guys can make sure that you come and check out our shows that I have. Our shows, my shows, whatever. So um, Thursdays at 5 o'clock always is Indie the Radio Show, which is on... You can either find it on iTunes Podcast or voiceamericakids.com. And and if you're listening, you're listening on either one of those, I'm sure. And also, um, I am performing on the 21st at 11 o'clock at the Mesa Arts and Crafts Festival. So if you guys want to go check that out, I also recommend that. And also, 
I'll be performing at 11 a.m. at May Starts and Crafts Festival. Still waiting to hear back from the Duttons. I'm sure I'm going to be able to be on there soon. But actually, next week we will be having Benjamin Dutton on the show. So that'll be fun. So, yeah. But. That's awesome. I know you recommended going to your shows. Yes. Obviously. Yes. Because it's your show. Yeah. But I'll also <laughs> recommend that people that are in the area, in, in the Mesa, Arizona area, definitely check out Rinsley's shows. She's an incredible musician, puts on a great show. I've seen her a couple times. So <laughs> I definitely recommend checking her out. Thanks, Mr. On, at the show, don't check her out, but like, <laughs> yeah. check, her, check her music out. <laughs> don't write, don't she is sick. Me out, she but, is yeah. in the dateable age. <laughs> I am in the dateable age. Just so you know. <laughs> Her Instagram handle is yes. <laughs> Rinsley Sinks. Yes. And so check her out. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> all right. So thank you so much. You are listening to Great. We'll be right back. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you miss the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Indie on the Voice America Kids channel. What we're talking about sets us apart from everyone else. Let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Even though I'm not from Texas, welcome to the radio show. Howdy. It's Rinsley and Mr. Roman. Romano. <laughs> okay. So, actually, um, we were just talking about... Um, my shows and stuff and um you sh- if you're interested in looking me up and checking me out go to rin- www.rinsley.net and we will hook you up on that what spell it. oh and you spell it like www. 
Rinsley. Three, three W's. R-I-N-S-L-E. <laughs> I got you. W-W-W. Dot. Yeah, dot. R-I-N-S-L-E-Y dot N-E-T. Perfect. So, and if yeah. you guys you enjoy the show, which I hope you do, Rinsley's doing a great job. I'm very, very impressed <laughs> by her and proud of her. Thanks. Uh, you know, share it on your Facebook. Yeah, check And it out. if you have any feedback, if you like yeah, definitely. it. definitely. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Comments, suggestions. I'm sure she would love that and yes, improving. definitely. For sure. Not that she needs it, but I mean. <laughs> I just need it. She'll read it and guys. ignore it, I'm sure. <laughs> no. Yeah, but so, Mr. Roman, um, I heard from someone named Mr. Roman that you were into, like, the more metal popular. Well, you said you were in a, you were, did metal for a while, and then you were in, like, a popular, more popular band, right? Yeah, so, I mean, we've talked a lot about music, mm-hmm. and some people are like, okay, what well, gives this, this guy the right to, to talk about music? And uh, I've had the opportunity, opportunity to mm-hmm. uh, play in a number of different bands. Some of them were just more projects, some of them solo, where I did everything. And some of them were with a great group of people, and I've had, you know, I've been able to play a lot of different shows. And really, it's been interesting. It's ranged from, like you mentioned, pretty heavy music to i played in a, kind of a classic rock-esque band so um right now i mean i have two bands that i've been in that are on spotify i've played for hundreds and, and thousands not hundreds of thousands but yeah. hundreds slash thousands of people uh <laughs> around uh, actually the world if you think about it um in arizona california utah and then um, a little bit back east as well as over in Sweden, I got to play a lot uh, when I was on my mission. It was incredible. I thought I was saying goodbye to yeah, music, to music for two years, especially when I went on my mission. I was playing in a band that they'd been around for a while, and so they did all the work. I basically walked on as the rookie and, and got to enjoy all the work they did because they were releasing their fourth CD, going on oh. tour, everything booked. So, so wait, what were they called? It was called Idle Red. Okay. And I don't recommend looking it up because it's, <laughs> it's a little bit heavier. And I mean, that's what I was really into at the time. Yeah. And I really didn't have a strong faith during that time in my life. Mm-hmm. I was 17, 18, 19, and kind of doing my own thing. And I really wanted to be like that rock star kind of person. You yeah. live the rock star life. And I was getting my shot at it because these guys were fellow, you know, they're rock stars. Mm-hmm. And they were living kind of the rock star life. And I was surrounded by that. But I, you know, long story short, had a very spiritual experience that I decided to to quit that band, which they were very disappointed because they were booking all these tours. They were going over to Germany to play this huge festival. Basically, it was everything I wanted or what I thought I wanted. So I stopped playing in that band. I felt like I could do more good helping people, going on my mission. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I thought I was saying goodbye to music for two years, but every time I, I, you know, when I got to Sweden, I moved into an apartment and there happened to be a guitar there in the corner. I was like, oh. And I moved to another apartment, a guitar there. Everywhere I lived in Sweden, That's there amazing. was a guitar that I was able to play. And I was able to perform for a lot of different people in a more uplifting way. Yeah. And since then, my passion is, has been in, obviously, still music, but completely the opposite direction and more uplifting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Christian or, you know, just uplifting mm-hmm. music yeah. or and or Christian music. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that Christian music. It's some good stuff. Um, actually, if you guys want to listen to some Christian music, um, I think you can go to uh, Air One. It's a radio station. I know at least here in the Valley they have it. Do you remember what the number is? 89.9, I think. So, yeah, if you guys are interested in doing that, that's definitely recommended because that's always fun. So, yeah, 
Actually, and now I have something that I wanted to talk about because I have seen a growing problem here in America today, at least in my life. I don't know if you guys are like not experiencing this, but the um, problem is people are thinking a blue and black dress or white and gold. It's a terrible <laughs> problem. <laughs> that is a problem, though. No, but it's not that. Okay. You know, it, that's linked to the problem because you know it has to do with the phone like everybody always on their phones you know you can look at the blue and black dress <laughs> on the on the phone or white and gold depending on however you see it but um so um i've noticed that everyone's always on their phones so actually 90% of all adults in america have a cell phone and um Fifty-eight have smartphones, which is funny because I actually thought that that would have been higher because it seems I know. Like everyone has a smartphone. Everyone's still on their razors, maybe. Maybe <laughs> I'm actually wishing I had one of those again. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, so I see that everybody's always on the phone, and it's not bad to have a smartphone. I don't think, but I think the problem is is that we are on them all the time, and we completely disregard any human interaction just to be on our phones, which is a problem because, I mean, I don't know. When are you going to meet your future husband? Are you on your phone? While Sorry, he- what were you saying? I was on my phone. <laughs> you know, like, he, he could be, like, you know, walking by and just be looking down on your phone and, you know, you'd never see him, you know? And that goes for guys, too, you know? So it's just kind of like, this is a problem, you know? Yeah. You could miss opportunities, different things, just because you've been looking down. I've thought about that a lot, and for me, we were talking about how I'm a ex uh, introvert who's <laughs> outgoing, introvert. outgoing introvert. Yes, introvert, and sometimes if I'm in an uncomfortable situation, it's easy to escape into my phone, something oh, comfortable. My gosh. Yeah. Or if I'm not sure what to do, mm-hmm. then I can waste time on my phone, and sometimes it just becomes a habit to. And I feel like in some ways that enables us in a way, mm-hmm. like it keeps us from learning how to deal with those tough situations and you know we'd rather just be able to just get on our phones and like kind of look in like yeah so i have two recommendations for someone who wants to get rid of it because it's actually almost like an addiction it is it's definitely an addiction and so my two recommendations or at least what i've been doing that's helped Mm -hmm. is if i'm just by myself i use my phone i mean i I need it a lot especially with Mm -hmm. business i mean i I need it a lot for that but a lot of times i really don't need them just wasting time snapchat or yeah, i just scroll too. through instagram so i every day i make a to-do list of things i need to do and every time i find myself about to waste time on my you know snap story or whatever yeah i remember to check my to-do stuff. list and there's almost always something to do and i do that instead and so i'm a lot more productive with my time so that's the first thing i recommend doing that's yeah that's a really actually a really good idea um S- second thing second thing. okay <laughs> second thing is if i'm with my friends um i if I get, let's say we get to Rinsley's house, we're all mm-hmm. hanging out. I just try to, you know, I'll keep my phone, the ringer on sometimes. Or I'll tell, hey, I'm going to my friend's house. You know, you're welcome to come over. If not, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I let them know I'm not going to be able to text them. And then we all just set our phones to the side. And I don't do that. It's not like I do it all the time. But mm-hmm. when I have done that, I've had much more meaningful experiences with um, my friends where we all put our phones. I remember it's funny. We're at this uh, small gathering and... We all put our phones like on the table, and we like spelled the word with it. There's so many of them that we wrote like <laughs> "hi" or something because we laid them all out. But we all put our phones away. We all just talked to each other, and that was, I had That's some awesome. of the greatest conversations. And I was forced to, like, look the person in the eye and, yeah, and talk with talk them. talk to them. Like, and I think that's another thing. Like, now our generation almost doesn't even want to look 
each other in the eye. I don't know if that's always been something, but it's kind of funny. I think it might be a lack of confidence, but also mm-hmm. just not normally seeing people. Like, is that weird? Am I supposed to look at them? Yeah, we tend to just do what's easier. I think it's just easier yeah. to escape into your phone. I think so. And that's basically just enabling ourselves it's because it's keeping us from having experiences and talking to people and also you know i think before people would actually approach each other like random strangers and talk to each other but now everybody's just on their phones never meet anyone new no exactly so i think everyone's starting to realize that that's a problem but the only way that you're going to overcome that problem is to make a goal and and tell yourself Mm -hmm. the specific things that you're going to do to overcome that uh, addiction, we'll call it. Yeah. So instead of just being, oh yeah, I mean, it is a problem. Everyone does that, and then you just keep doing what you're doing. That's yeah. the definition of insanity. You know, set <laughs> set a goal to, like I said, with my recommendations, or figure out what you're going to do to change, because it starts with yeah. within ourselves, right? And actually, a little bit of help for you guys if you are looking to get off your phone and start experiencing life <laughs> more, um, because that's actually something that I've been faced with these past few, maybe a week or weeks. I don't know. It's been on my mind lately. Um, and I actually did some research last night and I found that there's an app that you can get that actually like helps you manage the time that you set on your phone so you can put like a timer and it'll like let you know when you're halfway through like the time that you wanted to spend on your phone. So like you put 30 exactly. minutes it'll let you know like 15 minutes. It's called Moment and you can get it on iTunes App Store. I don't know if you can get it on anything else but that's just my recommendation to you guys. <laughs> So, um, thank you so much for listening. This is all the time we have today. Thanks, Mr. Roman, for being on the show. Thank you. It's been awesome. Rinsley is awesome. (laughs) Thanks. So, yeah, and we will see you next week. Have a nice day. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Indie. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Kids channel. Are you feeling inspired to be original now? Go do something awesome, beautiful, and be Indie. Now from the Kids Are Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Anglerfish.
Wisp Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 